Welcome to the Reluctant Messenger podcast, where we discuss spiritually transformative events, encounters with angels and guides, out-of-body explorations, and much more. This episode originally aired as a video on my YouTube channel. You can find links on my website at candacesanderson.com. Hello, I want to welcome you back. My name is Candace. And last time we were together, the video ended with the messengers talking about dreams and lucid dreaming. They also talked about the vibrational state that is quite often accompanied with uh, people who do astral projections or out-of-body explorations. They said that there was a tipping point coming where they'll where more people will be lucid in their dreams and more people will also do these astral projections without the vibrational state. So we're going to pick up from there. Although I had not really asked about lucid dreamings, when the messengers brought that up, it really piqued my interest. And I was really curious about how and why is it that some people really can manipulate their dreams what is the purpose in that? So that was my question to them, and this is how they responded. Learning to manipulate within the dream state is a valuable tool for future use. Because of the density of the earth plane, many humans are not aware of the power that they have as creators. If there is something that is not appealing to them, they will have the ability to change it. Within the dream state, they begin to practice changing that which does not resonate with them. Children can do this at an early age, but as they grow older, that skill is often pushed aside when others tell them it is not possible. Manipulating matter within the dream state is an opportunity to practice in a neutral environment where judgment and ego do not interfere with potential. As the human becomes adept at manipulating matter within the non-physical world of dreams, they carry this skill set with them, not only in other non-physical explorations, but also in the world of form. There's a couple things that entered my mind as I heard these messages when they said that dreaming is an opportunity to practice in a neutral environment, it reminded me of a message not too long ago. They explained something called the neutral zone. As dreamers pierce that veil, that interdimensional veil, and go into the non-physical realm, they enter the neutral zone. And this is an area where things happen, but they still maintain the awareness. Learning to practice while in the dream serves this purpose. And although having a lucid dream can be fun, it's also a tool for learning because this is a space, as I said, where your awareness is there. So we can learn to face our fears, we can reach potential, and we can dream our lives into existence. And we don't have judgment and ego to hold us back. Many of you all know that I retired in 2018 as a psychologist. But reading this about manipulating your dreams 
reminds me of some of the children that I worked with many, many years ago. In fact, one child in a different state, I remember working with him. He had night terrors. He was just, you know, really young, but he would have terrifying dreams. And so I talked to him about changing the dream. At the time, I really didn't know it was called lucid dreaming. I told him that he had the power to change what he perceived as a monster coming to him. And I said, next time, turn him into a puppy dog or turn him into a bubble and pop him or or send him away. But I was teaching him how to wake up during the dream and use his own power to change something that he didn't want. It empowered him and he was able to do that. What the messengers are telling me is that as soon as we cross the dimensional barrier, we are then in that space where we still have awareness. If we go much farther, when we go on the other side of it, we don't have the awareness. So we don't really enter that state while we're dreaming. We can enter it through our energy body. But with dreaming, we're more closely tied to the physical body. But once we're in that space, we can use that. We don't judge and say we can't do it. We can do it. You know, it's so interesting with dreams. So many bizarre things can happen, but we don't question it, do we? In a dream, you can walk through walls or stick your hand through glass or through a tree. You don't say, wait, I can't do that. I'm dreaming. Well, if you did, you would be in a lucid dream, but we just go with the flow. And that's the beauty of using your dreams to start empowering you to bring your awareness into that space. It's also a prerequisite to actually channeling or or having visions. If there's something we don't like, we can change it in our dreams. And there's nothing, we don't have our ego that will hold us back. But another thing I thought about as I read this last message, this sounds just like the law of attraction. How does the law of attraction work? Using our energy to attract what we want. This prompted another message from them. They said, the law of attraction is a basic premise of the universe, just as gravity is a basic law in the earth plane existence. As humans become aware of their creative skills, they fine tune these abilities. As Earth transforms to higher vibrational states, more of her inhabitants will understand and begin to use these birthrights. When they said the word birthrights, again, that really piqued my interest. Because when I first opened to the world of spirit, it was like, oh my gosh, all of a sudden this world has opened to me. And I never really thought of it as being a birthright. In fact, I thought, gosh, this is just such a wonderful experience. I I can't believe, and sometimes I still, it's, it's hard to believe that it's happened to me. But the messengers keep telling me is, as Earth continues her evolutionary process, her transformation to higher vibrational states, we go right along with her and we are changing too. And that is why people like me are opening. But this is also what they're saying when it comes to your birthright. As we transform and our energy bodies become lighter and finer, we are getting closer to our true essence. 
we're getting closer to who and what we really are. So, yeah, it makes sense. It is a birthright. We are becoming who we really are. So let me go back. Let me get to the messages. I asked for more questions about birthrights. And they said, first and foremost, humans are energy beings. It is who they are. They are not the physical body in which their energy resides. They are the energy being within that body. At that time, I had a three-dimensional reality interruption. I had a text message and I looked at it and it was something that required my attention. I had to stop and I came back to this a little bit later. But I realized that interruption came with perfect timing. Because I continue to learn and grow every day. And the more that I step into the other dimension, when I come back, I bring that energy with me and it it changes me. I was ready to learn more about our birthrights, but I couldn't. I had to put this aside. And then I thought, you know, this is a perfect analogy because this mirrors my three-dimensional life on earth. We get bits and pieces of wisdom, followed by episodes of trial and error, whether it's in our dream state or whether it's trying to connect to someone or whether it's just trying to live life. But eventually we start gaining a broader perspective, a larger perspective about life. What does that mean? That really is meaningless until we bring it back into our third dimensional reality and we practice So with that message and with each lesson that I receive, I change. Every minute that I spend in the non-physical world, again, whether it's dreaming or whether it's receiving messages, every minute I spend changes me. My energy field adjusts to where I am. When I first received messages, I was learning how to step into that other realm But now I'm stepping farther and farther and farther into that dimension. And I'm feeling much more comfortable with it. As I'm more comfortable with it, my perspective gets larger. It's easier for me to travel deeper into those areas and for me to pick up on the subtle energy changes And the energy changes might be a new being that's approaching me. For example, when I see angels, I normally see these beautiful pastel green and pink ribbons of energy that come straight toward me. But it took me a while to to realize that. It took me a while to see it. It took me a while to feel it. But now that I've experienced it, I know it when that happens. So getting that energy, adjusting to it bringing it back and practicing really makes a difference. I know that if I stay in a low vibrational state, so does my mood. I've used this example several times. If you get out the wrong side of the bed, as we say, things go downhill from there. But you know what? That's a choice. If you accept those frequencies, those low vibrational frequencies, you look outside, it's raining or it's snowing. It better not be snowing here in Florida, but, you know, the weather's bad. And if you accept that, that something is bad, 
then you're lowering your whole energy field. Instead, look at it. Oh, it's raining. And choose not to step into lower vibrations. And then you'll see that your your mood will lighten. It takes 37 sets of muscles to frown, but it only takes 14 sets of to smile. That is so important. Why don't we go throughout our days with smiles? You know that you can smile even if you don't feel like it. And then spontaneously, you you start beaming. And that smile actually does go through your energy field and it uplifts you. We are all energy beings and how we use the energy around us not only affects us, but it affects those that are around us as well, too. Now, there is more to talk about, but I'm going to save that for next time. Until then, I hope everyone has a great week. And remember, we are all energy beings and use your energy to help uplift you and the rest of the world. Until next time, bye. Thank you for tuning into this episode of The Reluctant Messenger. I hope you enjoyed it. Until next time, remember, how we use our personal energy is what defines us. Bring in those vibrations of love and gratitude and see how your life will change.